You're listening to The Patriot Cause with Bud Cornwell, United States Marine Corps, retired standing guard on the Wall of Freedom. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. Welcome back, Patriots. I had the opportunity to join another podcast, which I I do often, and I absolutely enjoy it. The one that I was on is called The Patriot Review, and Jeff Wagner is the originator of this podcast. Highly suggest you go check out Jeff Wagner at The Patriot Review. You can go to his website, or you can get his podcast on any podcast app. Without further ado, The Gunny joining The Patriot Review. You found it, the home of red-blooded American patriots. The Patriot Review with Jeff Wagner starts now. I'd like to give a very special welcome to Gunny Bud Cornwell from uh, the U.S. Marine Corps, retired, and he's living... Okay, to tell them where you're living. Or are you in a top secret? Absolutely, <laughs> no problem. <laughs> so, Gunny is in Alabama. We're going to have a great conversation, fun, informative. We're going to just kind of let it flow naturally, and uh, we'll make sure that Gunny tells you how to find him. So, first of all, welcome to the Patriot Review. It's an honor to have you, sir. Thank you very much, Jeff. It's it's a pleasure being on any podcast, specifically the ones that understand what the reality is, what the world reality is, and thankful that we live in the world, but we're not of it. And that is where we're at today. Amen. And we were, we were talking a little bit before I hit the record button and we were having a good discussion. So I kind of stopped it right there, but um, get to get it on tape, or I guess it's not tape anymore to get it on video um, dating myself. But um so yeah, so talk about that a little bit. What, what, do, what do you mean by of the world? Absolutely. Um, here's the bottom line, is there's two type of people in the world. Only two. I'm not talking about genders or whatever. All right. Which two there types. are only two. <laughs> yep. And, and simply put, you're either a person that lives in the world, strives, does things to progress in the world, whether mm-hmm. it's climbing a ladder, having you know uh, a business, starting a business, being a superstar, you know, whatever it is. Specifically, a lot of people can relate to, at least in my age, if you remember, right, being a rock star right. in those days. You're oh, talking yeah, about was... being, yeah, being a rock star. It's like, oh, man, if I could just, you know, have my band and, you know, I, I did and that, get all this actually. popularity. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, so that's part of being in the world. Not right. saying that you can't do these things. That's the difference. It's not right. saying you can't progress and be 
you know, even a billionaire in the world. Difference is, is if you're relying on this world to be happy and have joy and satisfaction, I'm sorry, but it's going to fail you every single time. Right on. So the second person is a person that understands that the world is not the end. It's not what God has designed us to be. Right. We are fallen creatures. We are sinful creatures. So our hearts are evil from day one. This is why the world is what it is. However, you have the opportunity to reject that conceptual idea of being in the world. You can live in the world, you can pay your taxes or whatever. However, if you're a person that has been approached through the gospel of Jesus Christ and accept, so here's the difference. A lot of people say, well, you're elected or whatever. And I get that conceptual idea. But the goal is, if you accept Christ, if you accept the actual Lord that created everything as an individual in your life, then you're no longer of the world. You're right. in it, but you're no longer of it. So being someone that is in this world, I, I get what's going on. It upsets me. You know, we have these moments, right, Jeff, where, where we're, you know, you just kind of have this anger that going, yeah. you know, especially <laughs> our country, you know, degrading ourselves. Mm -hmm. But we must always remember that God is sovereign in control of everything. Yeah, let me let me unpack that a little bit. So when you, this is how I responded um, in my mind when you were talking about being in the world. I think for me, what helps me understand what you're saying is that those people are are existing in the world for themselves. They they're yes. people who are uh, they look towards the bigger and better, and they're concerned about wealth, and they're concerned about power. They're 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 narcissistic. I mean, when I was a little boy, and I told this on a show a couple weeks ago when i was a little boy we, we took a field trip to mcdonald's right and it was a big huge deal and nowadays of course people take it for granted and everything is instant gratification and everything is yes. about us individually selfishness yes except for liberty when it comes to liberty and freedom all of a sudden those very people have a big problem because they think that well this should this should be how it is and you have to accept how, what i think right. and what i believe right so there's this, there's this, uh, you know, there's this narcissism, instant gratification. The only standard is no standard, and we've we've really went to hell in a handbasket as a nation because at the very same time and very deliberately, we have these these new world order folks who are destroying the and have been for years destroying the family unit, you know, mocking the nuclear family. Yes. Uh, destroying masculinity and saying that your masculine uh, traits are toxic. Although I will say this, folks, if you're one of them, when I went to high school, we brought our guns to high school because we'd go hunting after that. And nobody Absolutely. thought a thing about it and nothing happened. Absolutely. 
No, nobody even ever got stabbed by any, you know, it was it, the worst thing that happened was a fist fight. And that was because we had dads at home that we knew if we went home, we'd get our butts kicked. And yeah. we, we weren't the same. So, I, you know, I see, I, I absolutely agree 100% with what you're saying. And, um, you know, I, what I want to ask you, uh, give you a, my little story br briefly here. So I was working in corporate America 30 years. I get a disease that's not curable. I get a disability rating. Um, uh, so I'm legally disabled. Uh, I have this uh, health, chronic pain health condition that, that, you know, I deal with every day, but it's, to me, it's a blessing because you know what happened? I'm not in corporate America anymore. Now I'm doing something yeah. I'm passionate about. So I go to Missouri for a special gathering that Mike Lindell had for content producers. You know how many people sat around the table? Of 1,200 people, we sat around the table and every one of them said, I never expected to be doing this. And here's how I got to this point. Something happened yes. in my life that led here. And, you know, our conclusion is that didn't happen by accident. Nope. We, we are all patriots that have been called on to, to do this duty, this, this dirty work. Cause you certainly, you know, you get attacked for it, but um, it's, it's the fight for the nation. What do you, what do you think about all that? I know I talked a while there. No, it's absolutely correct. And the difference is, see, you and I and many people like us have to get to a certain point in our lives before we have to release ourselves to Christ, to the comfort that he gives us. And I'm going to give you a great example of what happened with me. Now, I was raised in a non-Christian family except for my grandmother and so forth. I was baptized at eight because I stayed with my grandmother, which I had no idea what that meant. But when I was with the VA, like we were talking about beforehand, as a government employee, I, I had a hard time just putting my key in the car and going to work. So I was out cutting wood one day and I got on my knees and I prayed to God. I'm going, God, I am completely miserable. I make lots of money. I had the toys, camper, the big houses, all of that. But I was absolutely destroyed, unhappy. And he came to me. And then I went back that day, talked to my wife. I says, I'm going to be a minister. And she looked at me like... <laughs> You lost your freaking mind. Are you kidding? You're going to go from IT to be a minister? I'm like, yep. So I got my uh, degree, became a minister, got ordained as a minister. But here's the thing. So I went to Missouri, a very small church in Missouri, which was awesome. But I don't know if you know what a deep vein thrombosis is. I do. Yeah. Basically, it's, it's blood clots. Mm -hmm. So... My wife and I were at a, uh, we were getting our new eyeglasses. And one of the congregation members looked at me and I had shorts on and she said, look at your leg. It's all swollen. I didn't even have a clue. So I looked down, I'm like, holy snikes. And I thought it, I got stung by a bee or something. I'm like, okay, well, you know, maybe it'll go down. So I went to lunch with my wife after we did our glasses. What happened was 
while I was eating, I started feeling this uh, dizziness, you know, had very weak, everything. I'm just going, something's not right. So we went to emergency room. As soon as I walked in, I sat down because I couldn't hardly walk because of the dizziness. And the wife checked me in. Two minutes later, they were rushing me back to, you know, the emergency room. So they put me on a bed. They came in. They did a ultrasound on my leg and all that stuff. And that guy left. Five minutes later, the doctor comes in and goes, you need a complete CT from head down. You know, a scan. Mm -hmm. So she said, can you walk there? I said, well, yeah. She goes, do you have like shortness of breath or anything? I'm like, no, I, I just, I'm just dizzy. I can breathe fine. So I go do the CT, come back. And I'm laying back in the emergency room bed. The doctor comes in, puts a chair next to the bed, and there's four or five other doctors. And she looks at me and she goes, why are you here? I said, well, because my leg is swollen. You know, common sense, right? Yeah. My leg is swollen. She goes, no, you should be dead. And I'm going, what <laughs> well, the hell nice. are you talking about? <laughs> what happened, Jeff, is those blood clots went from my leg all the way up through my lungs and heart and everything. Oh. I was covered with blood clots. It's called a uh, uh, embolism, basically, where your lungs and all that stuff, yeah. pulmonary embolism, basically. And she was absolutely amazed that none of those blood clots, you know, landed in my heart and clogged up all, you know, all that stuff. Wow. And she goes, I don't I really don't understand why you're still alive. I says, I know. Mm. If I was dead, then I would, it was time for me to go. But it's not. He he had, this This was years ago. This was back in uh, 2018. So the bottom line is this. I, you know, I felt fine other than my leg being swollen. But I told her, I said, <laughs> he knows. That's why I'm still here, because he knew that I got better plans for you. And of course, uh, I'm dealing like you are dealing with, you know, issues with my back and legs and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I have disability from the VA, et cetera. But the point I'm making is this. The reason I'm still living and still having joy is not because of being of the world. It's right. because God and his spirit is always in me. And I have the ability to look at the world, hate what's going on. And when I say hate, what I mean is disagree with what is happening because it's not what's supposed to happen. But at the same time, I have the comfort in Jesus Christ that saved me. And he guides me and tells me what to do. Yeah, you're here for a reason. And I think that's, we see so many patriots, you know, it's it's really easy doing this. Maybe you feel the same way, but I, I feel this way is that it's overwhelming doing this sometimes where you just have to get away, turn it off, get away from it. Oh, and, yeah, sure. And, um, you know, and then there's always there's always a, you know, a, a positive within everything, though. There's just interviewing people like yourself. You, you know, you're meeting I'm meeting people. 
who are patriots, who care about this country, who care about the world, who care about individual liberty and freedom. And it's, it's uh, the, the, the moment for me, the light went off was when I was thinking about what is my legacy, right? Everybody comes to that thought eventually in their life. And I was thinking, you know, one of my brothers is into genealogy and what that made me realize is that within three or four generations, I mean, you're forgotten. You're, yeah. you know, right. So what is the legacy I want to leave? Is it some invention? No. Is it, you know, the legacy, the best legacy I can leave is to fight to, to assure the freedom of, of people that follow me. Absolutely. And that is the switch that turned it on that, you know, so I started after January 6th, which, you know, I think is a horrid, absolutely horrid stain in our history sure. uh, from the standpoint of patriots in prison that did nothing. Yeah. You know, I was there, by the way. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're. I'm glad they're not attacking you because I know, you know I didn't. It, I didn't go to the Capitol. Long no, story. But bottom line is never. I didn't well, go. We had to get back on the train. It had a person that was with us, and she had a, a bum ankle, and it was really bothering her. So instead of going to the Capitol, we went right back to the train station. Well, you know, I have to give McCarthy credit. I mean, he's a full-blown rhino, I think, but he he's turned the tapes over now, so it's going to be interesting to see what's released from those 41,000 hours of, of video yeah. on that day. So, you know, I, 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 we already know what it is. We know we know yeah. that it was a false flag. I there's keep a, yeah, I, there, there's enough video from all these people that recorded it and all that. You, yeah. you know, we don't have to have the cameras and capital yeah. to show us this and i agree like, with yeah you. i had Kara castronova on very shortly afterward and you know the video of roseanne boylan and and the video of ashley babbitt and the other the gentleman who died with the flashbangs as a result of the flashbangs i mean that one is is undeniable the video all, all of them are but you know ashley babbitt's probably the number one where the guys are aiming at the window waiting for somebody never says a word and shoots her right away with with no warning. She's unarmed, nothing, and yep. he just shoots her, murders her in cold blood, and he's walking free. And our our so called president is releasing top terrorists as you know as yep. these people sit in jail and rot with no due process. That that is infuriating to me. That is the difference. The difference between you and I and and them people is that. I'm not going to go out, bust windows, loot, steal a couple thousand dollars worth of crap and light things on fire. We are the peaceful ones, you know, and they, they like to play the game of, you know, telling everybody that we're the crazy violent people, you know? So yeah, it's, it's, it's all part of it. And here's the thing. It, this is the, the, the communist manifesto at, at, at its greatest. I never thought I would see this in our country. I joined the Marine Corps in 1982. Who was president in 82? Reagan. Ronald Reagan. Right. Country was awesome. It was united it was. on both sides, right? And it was based on what? It's Christian values, morals that were established. If you were outside of that, you were committing murders or whatever, they put you away. They took yeah. you out of society. And fortunately, there wasn't a lot of people compared to the population that needed that type of, that type of incarceration. But now, because there's no mental hospitals, there's no place to, to take care of these people that have all these issues, you know, this, these mental issues and 
not only that, they're ingrained now mm-hmm. in the education system and the government. You mm-hmm. know, you're talking about these trans people. These people, I'm going to say this, I mean this with my heart, they have massive mental issues because God created you as a man or a woman. It's it's really that simple. Well, and you do not have the ability ever to determine that you are not the creation that God made you. Now, you can do it. You can become whatever the hell it, as you want to call it, that you become. But the difference is, the, the real difference is you have to have a base. Right. Something that is true, the truth, to live your life on. And when you don't have that, you'll believe in anything. You can do anything. And this is where we're at. Unfortunately, Jeff, this has escalated into our government, into, you know, our education system. Uh, Evil has taken over what we would call the standard morality of the Constitution of the United States. Right. And that's what we're dealing with. Right. You know, and and then I want to bounce this off you. I've I've told other guests this and to get their opinions on it, but um, I want yours. So, you know how we talk about the greatest generation and we talk about how they fought off fascism, which is a product of the left, by the way, because anybody in the far right wants no government. Uh, <laughs> yes. So, so they fought off fascism. They saved the world, basically. The Allies did. And now I think that, um, and I'm probably people are going to disagree with me, but I'm, mo- I'm much more skeptical about our chances. I believe we'll win. But we're not we're not that anymore. We don't have the faith base. We don't have the family base. We don't, you know, a lot of that is missing, at least for a larger part of the population. So it really behooves us, everybody who's out there, you have to be involved. You have to do something. You have to. Otherwise, you know, you can't complain what you get. What a great time Jeff and I are having. That's part one. We're going to take a break. I'm going to play you a song you've heard before if you're a longtime listener. And I want you to think about Florida when you listen to this song. So we will be right back. Do not go away. You don't want to miss part two of this podcast. You came down to this southern town last summer. Just show the folks a brand new way of life But all you've shown the folks around here is trouble And you've only added misery to their strife Your concern is not to help the people And I'll say again though it's been often said Your concern is just to bring discomfort my friend And your policy is just a little red Now ain't I right? It matters not to you how people suffer And should they you consider that a gain You bring a lot of trouble to the town and then you leave That's part of your communistic game I detect a little communism I can see it in the things you do Communism, socialism, call it what you like 
There's very little difference in the two. Now ain't I right? Ain't I right? Your followers sometimes have been a bearded, bathless bunch. There's even been a minister or two, a priest, a nun, a rabbi, and an educated man have listened and been taken in by you. All the country's full of two-faced politicians who encourage you with words that go like this: Burn your draft card if you like. It's good to disagree. That's a get acquainted communistic kiss. Now ain't I right? Ain't I right? Ain't I right? One politician said it would be nice to send some blood and help the enemy in Vietnam. That's what he says. Here's what I say. Let's just keep the blood. Instead, let's send that politician man. Let's rid the country of the politicians. Coddle tramps that march out in our street, protesting those who want to fight for freedom, my friend. This kind of leader makes our country weak. Now ain't I right? Ain't I right? Ain't I right? Let's look and find the strong and able leaders. It's time we found just how our neighbors stand. If we're to win this war with communism. Let's fight it here as well as Vietnam. Let's rise as one and meet our obligations. So communistic boots will never trod across the fields of freedom that were given to us with the blessing of our great Almighty God. Across the fields of freedom that were given to us with the blessing of our great. We are back and going to continue part two of Jeff Wagner, the Patriot Review, with his guest, the one and only Gunny. Take a great listen to the rest of the podcast. No, absolutely. You got to go back to the 1850s and the 1860s when you had a massive revival in this country. This is before the Industrial Revolution. Right, so we're talking about tyranny that was being created uh, in in the country back then, and but you had strong Christian church leaders going, "I nope, we got to do something," and that's what they did. They went out, they brought in these people, and and showed them what the truth was, and so you had this massive revival in in America, and it made a huge difference. However, by the time we got to the 20s and the 30s, then we started this uh, Marxism, because by the way, Marxism was created about the same time, 1870s, right? Mm -hmm. So then it started creeping in, in the 20s and the 30s, and it started with, believe it or not, Roosevelt, the New Deal, all that stuff. That's right. all communism. He's mm -hmm. saying, no, I'm, I'm building the government and giving people jobs. No, what you're doing is communism. Right. You're bringing them into the government instead of having contractors or, you know, providing real jobs through capitalism and through the market. You created a, a massive government. Right. 
And that's when it actually started. So as long as the government increases and they have this power, then the Marxists have the ability to come in and control or change it. Pick any of the departments of whatever, specifically the CDC, you know, DOJ, um, DOJ all of those, right? These people want power. They want to tell you, just like you were talking about, Jeff, how to live your life. Mm-hmm. God give us freedom. We have God-given rights, and that was the Constitution that established that. No other country in the history of the world ever did that. But you got to think about there's more to it. See, the human person has free will. Right. And that will that we have can go in different directions. It's not like you have the free will based on God-given rights. These people think they have free will based on the world, the culture of the world. That's where they're using their free will to make the changes. That is Marxism at its best. Yeah, you know, and there's all kinds of indications of it. It, You know, Biden's speech out in front of Independence Hall was absolutely atrocious. Um, AOC. (laughs) I I didn't even watch it. I couldn't watch it. I I put together a skit. skit, um, I'll send it to you. It's a once in a while I do these little humorous uh, spots. Sure, they're they're funny to me. But um, yeah, so what you know what you're saying I think is right on. I agree with you 100. percent We got you know we got examples like that. We have an example just uh, this week where he flies away to the Ukraine and commits to protecting their border while ours is being overrun by criminals and potential terrorists. Uh, and diseased individuals with tuberculosis and other diseases that we've had a pretty good handle on, you know, instead of being here for President's Day, he's doing that. And, you know, it's uh, just thumbs his nose at the American people every chance he gets, it seems, you know, and uh, this evil, evil is real. And that's the that's the other thing that I don't think the other side really understands. They really don't believe evil is out there. And they really think that you know what drives me crazy? Absolutely. I just kind of go, oh, brother, and roll my eyes. Every time I see one of those damn coexist bumper stickers, it's like <laughs> you can, you got the, you got yeah. the symbol of Islam next to the, the star of David. And it's like, really? You really believe that that's possible? You really think that human nature is, isn't taking a big dump all over your bumper sticker because <laughs> it is, it's never going to happen. People, nope. there is natural evil. And there always will be. That's that's the way it is. <laughs> they don't see that, do they? No, absolutely not. Um, here's the unfortunate part. Unfortunate part, even with those, you know, coexist or whatever, and got different Islam and Jewish nation and Buddhist, whatever. The the a large population of the world are no longer even attached to any of those. Yeah, true. Right. So the atheism of the world is growing while the religious conceptual moral ideas other than the you know middle east countries that that will never change because they're tyrants right they force it on you you do this or we kill you you know right so but uh overall um especially you know the college kids as an example they have no foundation anymore 
they don't have anything to ground themselves. Mm-hmm. So when they go into this education system, they're like a sponge. They just they absorb all of this hatred of America and all these things that are going on. And I and the, the question we got to ask ourselves, Jeff, is this. You're going to college, right? You're right. provided an opportunity for higher education. And that's based on the freedom of America. Right, right. I mean, and, and you're refusing. You're there, you're in college, and you're refusing to accept that the government, the country that we have, is the one that allowed you to do that. It's 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 insanity, is what it is. It is. How about we load them all up in C one thirties with a parachute and push them over North Korea? Let them have their twenty. Yeah, I was in Somalia. Yeah, I was in (laughs) Somalia, and I guarantee you, Jeff, you can go to any, any slum, whatever in this country, everywhere. It doesn't even compare, not even close, to the suffering that is going on in that third world country. Well, even and countries if, like India, you know, I mean, in, in India. A- absolutely. Like We're talking millions of people living in massive poverty. Yeah. You know, they don't, they don't even have houses. They have all these little huts together and they got a crap in a river somewhere, that kind of stuff. And it's still going on today. And people say, well, America will never get there. It will. And it can. If we allow tyrants to, to take it over. Economically. They don't it, care about you. They don't care about your ability no. to live your life and have free will, all they no. want is control of you. Well, they also believe, you know, I mentioned AOC and people like her believe that there's only one pie and America hogs most of the pie. And it's like, no, America makes new pies. And so can, so can these countries economically, they can, they can uh, you know, make their own, their own pies and generate their own wealth. It's not about America hogging everything, uh, you know, and, so that that drives me crazy too. But um, so I listened to uh, your podcast, and you were talking about. And I mentioned this before we recorded here. You were talking about um, the oath that every patriot, every citizen, should take. You want to explain that a little bit? Absolutely. I mean, it's a requirement. Now, let's say when you're born in this country, right? First, going to school like we did. You were taught civics. You were taught about the federal government, the branches and all that, right? Right. So we didn't necessarily, quote, take an oath because we were already Americans. But all these people that come in here to get naturalized, like my mom from Germany, right? Once she mm-hmm. passes the test and all that, she has to raise her hand up, just like the military, just like everybody in Congress, just like the president, and do what? Dedicate Uh, yourself to the oath of protecting the Constitution of America. You know, the the military, we do not protect presidents. We don't even protect people. Listen to what I'm telling you. We fight for the foundation of the country, which is called the Constitution. If I went over to Iraq or, or went to Afghanistan or Vietnam or wherever we went to, and in my mind, I'm going, I'm fighting for the president or I'm fighting for Congress or I'm fighting for my brother and my sister. 
I'm going to lose every single time because that's mm -hmm. not a strong enough foundation. Mm -hmm. The Constitution is the foundation of the country. That's what the military specifically base anything that we do on. It, you know, when, now when we actually get into combat and we have issues, the majority of the thing that we're concentrating on, and rightfully so, is our lives and our buddies' lives, our right. you know, our our unit, right? And mm -hmm. that makes sense because we don't need to worry about anything else at that right. time. We need to worry right. about staying alive and and accomplishing the mission. But overall, the purpose of that is to protect the Constitution of the United States. You know, How do you do that? You keep the enemies from taking over our country. But right. now it's from the inside. It's, yeah, it's not external enemies destroying America now. Yeah, People that do not raise, and, and people that have raised their hand and said that they will protect the Constitution, but they're not doing it. Yeah, absolutely. They're, they're you know, circumventing you look, it. You look, at, uh, you look at history, and I had mentioned that you know, my belief is fascism is, is on the left and not the right. In those examples Believe that it. I would cite, you look at history, you look at uh, Hitler, of course, you look at Stalin, you look at Mao, you look at, you know, whoever, whatever tyrant you want to pick. They changed their oaths to be to be an oath for that person. I will fight for Adolf Hitler. I will fight for Chairman Mao. I, you know, they they all did that. Saddam Hussein did that. Um, every time, everywhere you look, uh, when there's tyranny, that loyalty is just for that person. And that is the big difference between our freedom. Uh, number one, it's God-given, as you mentioned. And number two, our, our responsibility is, is to protect those rights of not only ourselves but every other individual in this country, right? So, yeah. It, so, folks, I mean... We, we still see that. We see that on the left right now, that it's becoming much more, you know, I'm dedicated to this individual than I'm dedicated to this country. In a lot of cases, you know, that individual is, is somebody who really doesn't know what the hell they're even talking about. And right? money. And money, yeah. yeah. That's money is huge. It's a huge <laughs> determination on what direction. Think about what I hate as a politician, you know, like Lindsey Graham gets up there yeah. and talks about no, how... Christian he is and all this kind of stuff. He is he is just as corrupt money wise as the you rest bet of he is. Them. He's one of the worst. But Matt there. Gates, great example. People don't know this. Matt Gates does not accept one single dime whatsoever from lobbyists. None. That's right. That's right. And they all need to lobbyists need to go away. This yeah. this, you know, it wasn't in the constitution. It, it there was a reason. Right? right, because big business and those can influence a legislator's decision to do, you know, whatever it is. But yeah. that needs to absolutely be outlawed. That term that's came part from of, of what we got to do to if we're going to correct this country. We got that's one thing that needs, of course, unfortunately, it's got to be what passed in Congress, right? Right. Well, that's the, the hard term lobbyist came from. President Grant, he, he used to go down yeah. to the, the Willard Hotel and have a bourbon and cigar in the lobby yep. down there. And he said, oh, these damn lobbyists won't be alone. And, <laughs> and the term stuck. And uh, you're absolutely right. They, they have a lot of, you know, 
and also the corporate money that goes to campaigns that should be completely outlawed. Um, yep. You know, so in, why in why is some... corporate people getting involved in government? Right. Exactly. Right. It's because you know if you're a contractor like you know Nolfert Brumman or whatever. Yeah, you get. Right. You want to make sure that those government yeah. people, you know, make that, you know, war bonds and, you know, that budget and all that stuff to the to the military increase. So you can, you know, make more sure money off of it. They're investing in politicians so that they get a kickback, increase Absolutely. their profits. We are we are actually out of time already. Um, I'd yeah. love to have you back, though. We, we, sure. we definitely have a lot more we can talk about. So I would appreciate that if you come back. We'll work that out in the near future here. Absolutely. And Jeff, I'd love to have you on the Patriot cause, the same thing. And I'd love know, it. And yep, I'll, I'll send out the information for you to, to join the Patriot cause. And our, my audience is absolutely going to love you. You know, the majority of the people that listen to the Patriot cause get it. They understand it. Uh, we're Christian loving, you know, in the world, not of the world people. <laughs> Well, I appreciate and, that offer. Yeah, I definitely. Do, I would Absolutely. be honored to do that. Well, yeah, thank you, sir. That. So, how do people get a hold of you? What's uh, what's the best way to to listen to your podcast and all that social media information? Absolutely. So, I'm on virtually any podcast: Apple, Google, Spotify, all of them. <laughs> you know, a lot of them, anyway. Right. So, the Patriot Cause, the Patriot Cause, or you can go directly to my website, thepatriotcause.com, and you can listen to the podcast there. And also you can scroll down. I am a staff member of Convention of States. And Jeff, that's a whole nother discussion yeah, we can yeah, have. Absolutely. I'm also a member of Veterans and Defense of Liberty. So uh it's it's basically all part, just like Jeff. You know, we're all working together to do what is necessary to bring our people together, people being patriots of America, which there's a lot more of us than there are of them. It's just Amen. we, for whatever reason, a lot of patriots do not want to talk about anything. And unfortunately, that's yeah. that's we can't do that anymore. We got to have megaphones now uh, right. to be able to get the message out. So right. thank you they, very much, Jeff. I appreciate the, the opportunity. You're, you're so very welcome. And you know, we definitely have a lot more to talk about, especially the, you know, the last thing you mentioned, the, the fear, you know, folks, if you're afraid to, to speak up or, or do anything, yeah. just think of how more fearful you be when this, you'll be when this goes down the road and, and we do have somebody that's knocking at your door because that's, that's what's coming. It's already happening with the FBI. Yep. But, um, so yep. thank you very much, Gunny. God bless you. I will have you back and I would love to be on your show. Awesome, sir. Thank you very much. Have a wonderful weekend. You as well. Stand up for the flag and let's all ring the liberty bell. Let's make a Ford and a Chevy. It'll still last ten years like the ship. Best of the free life is still yet to come. The good times ain't over for good.